My name is Presley. And I'm the president appointed secretary of pussy. Ew, I knew you were going to say <laughs> yes. that. I I did. Okay. My mind like, I was like, he's not going to say pussy though. So I don't think he's going to nope, say that. I'm going to. I also had, I'm slippery as a snake. I'm mother and I'm the fool. Oh my God. But then one secretary, one secretary of pussy came up. I had to choose it. Oh, good for you. I could have also said, I'm that dog who got stabbed. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Hey guys, dogdies.com? Yes. Or does, does die. die? Yeah. Does the dog die? No, I want, it's just all the movies that it does and it's just called dogdies.com. Dog die question mark? No, I don't think you can do. You can do question marks after the slash, but I don't think you the forward slash in a URL, I should say. But you can't have it before, I don't think. Oh, I don't like that. It can't be like, do aliens exist? Question. Oh, it should be instead of dot com. You should also be able to do question like other punctuation. But yes, they do. Oh, yeah. We heard, I guess. That's so dumb. I I hate everything. I want the world to end. Why? The world is great. No, it's not. We're a bake. We're getting cooked. We're in the oven right now. No, they're going to figure out some ways. We're going to snow piercers this, dude. That'd be cool. Yeah, no, I've been going down, like, my anxiety is like, okay, my life, okay, um, let's do something else. And now I'm like, okay, fucking climate change, what the fuck? So mm-hmm. I'm, I've been spiraling lately. <laughs> but, uh, hey, for the past, I don't know, 2,000 days, what have you not been doing? <gasps> I have not been a drunk. Oh, if only we were in in England, you could say, oh, I'm just a lush, you know? Oh, I know. I wish I were a lush sometimes still, but it's cool not. Yeah. I, because I got my wisdom teeth taken out last night, I was like, okay, I need to do a watch along for the Patreon. And I got them taken out three weeks ago. So I'm finally good. You said last night and I said... Oh, no. Uh, The wisdom teeth being removed was one of the worst decisions I've ever done this year because it was so terrible. And someone with terrible body dysmorphia and uh, like eating disorder, like my body image issues are apparent. Everyone knows it's been documented. So I was just like I couldn't work out. So I was just like seeing my muscles deteriorate and I was like crying about it. So... Mm. Yeah, it it sucked. And they just, my teeth, it's still not fully healed in. And Nicole was like, oh, yeah, I was back to work, you know, maybe like three days after my, I could not do anything for like a week. It sucked. Oh, damn. And I think they fucked it up, but that's been documented on other podcasts. So I forgot that like because of the wisdom teeth stuff, I haven't been getting stoned. So last night, Nicole left to Michigan out of just like a whim. Her sister was like, you want to come this weekend? And she's like, "Okay." I was like, "Okay." well, I was planning on you being part of the Patreon, $10 a month watch along stuff. So I will just get stoned and watch Spice World. I took my normal amount, but it hit so hard. So, guys, $10, patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. Watch Spice World with me, and I am far too high to be watching it, but the movie rocks. But speaking of movies, the Fortnite of horror. 
Oh, you go first. Have you not watched any? I don't want to talk about the things that I've seen. Oh, let's talk <laughs> about it. Or are they like gruesome? It's the complete opposite, actually. Oh, did you see Barbie? I wish. Don't even talk okay. about that. I want to see Oppenheimer more, but I have not seen Barbie, which I really want to. But no, so you've kind of gotten me um, falling down the rabbit hole of like, hey, you can actually watch movies on YouTube, right? Uh-huh. So I didn't realize that was a thing. I have been binging Lifetime movies from my childhood for weeks. Yes. And uh, it's like, it's not horror in any means, but it's been, it's been giving me life. I'm like, and they're all after school specials, like dumb shit, Mm -hmm. but it's been consuming me. (laughs) Lifetime Movie Network is a subscription I would love to get someday, especially for the Stalked by My Doctor series. Those movies rule so hard. But if I ever get that, I'd I'd send you that password. I love, I loved them. Like, it's always like. Sexual abuse, teenage pregnancy, drinking. And I was always just like, ah! And then December rolls around the greatest Christmas movies you can see. Stalked by Frosty. Uh, Have you ever seen the Lifetime original movie, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever? No, I didn't even realize that existed. It is so good. Aubrey Plaza is the voice of Grumpy Cat. It's so <gasps> That's good. That's right. Guys, okay, I watch it. I think we've talked about this on this podcast before. Oh, my God. That's great. I'll have to watch that. Mm-hmm. But I've watched a collection of movies. Oh, let's go. The first is Flesh Eating Mothers. This is a zombie-esque movie that I think is so wild up until it becomes a zombie movie. Then it just becomes like a paint-by-number zombie movies. But the first maybe 40 minutes is awesome. It was filmed in like Boston or something in the 80s, like in a suburb. So you're, you're just getting local actors in this movie. It rocks. But speaking of things that rock, Voyage of the Rock Aliens, it's a B- horror sci-fi spoof satire that is a musical that was released in it was released in 1984 and it shares a lot of like visual stuff as class of newcomb high but is before class of newcomb high minus the like trauma aspects of class of newcomb high i think everyone should watch it the music is great it's it's gnarly what's it called voyage of the rock aliens that's a that's a title. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, Then for patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, Nicole and I finally watched The Wicker Man starring Nicolas Cage. I watched that in theaters with my cousin when she was babysitting us for a week. <laughs> Did you love it? I was afraid. It was like so inappropriate. I was like 10 years old. I'm like, Mandy, what are we doing here? And the ending, I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? I talk about it more over on the Patreon, but I don't understand why people say it's so bad it's good or so bad it's bad. It's a fine movie. It's just like down the middle, three stars out of five. And I, I, I wish it were more kooky. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I haven't seen it in so long. I think that's the only time I've seen it because I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. he gets fucking burned alive at the end. Yeah. But the original, ooh, baby, that's real good. Ooh, yeah, it is. And then finally, it was a watch along on We Love Trash from a few years ago. Nicole and I, for the first time, watched Slumber Party Massacre and it rules so hard. The first one? Yeah. 
Okay, because there's the remake, but the first one's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. We're excited to watch the second one, too. Oh, that, I would even argue that that one's better because mm-hmm. it's fucking terrible and amazing. It's wild. And the dude, the main guy is the heiress of the Little Caesars fortune. No shit. Yeah. I believe it's I the Little that. Caesars guy. Yeah. Because that dude, the the dude who owns Little Caesars and started that is a very nice man. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Because everyone always trashes on Little Caesars, I always try and rise it up. I'm from Michigan. That's where it's from. So Michigan people do enjoy Little Caesars. But the dude paid for Rosa Parks' bills for like the like last 10 plus years of her life. Oh, my God. We just had Little Caesars this past weekend or this yeah. past week. It's it was so fucking, good. I would say that's kind of our go to. Mm hmm. If we're getting pizza, because I don't know if it's local, but we have a pizza chain here and it's called Brewery City. And that's the only pizza that my work orders. And I would never think I'd be the person to like be tired of pizza. Yeah. But there's just so much of one kind of pizza <laughs> you can have. So Little Caesars is my shit because um, when we would visit my mom and stuff, she'd always get that for us when we were like teens. So it... It may not be the greatest quality. I think it is. Yeah. And I will eat it every day of my life if I had to. There was a time when like the hot and ready $5 pizza wasn't like an everyday thing. It would be like an event. And I would remember my dad would bring us kids and he's like, we're getting four pizzas. We would get four because it'd only be $20. And then we would have pizza that night and like the next days because he's like, yeah, usually this would get us a, like barely one pizza like we or barely two pizzas, like maybe a $10 a piece. But back in the day in the 90s, a $5 pizza? Hell yeah. Yeah. And then if you get the more expensive pizza, then you don't get breadsticks. Yeah. And then what's, oh. what's even the point? So the, there would be dollar breadstick days. <laughs> What? Yes. So we, as in high school, all of us would file into Adam Sample's van. Hey, remember, he was a finger bang house. Everyone would. (laughs) (laughs) Presley did like a finger bang motion. (laughs) We would file into his car and then we would go to get breadsticks. Some people would go to Subway because Subway would also have a competing thing to be like, hey, kids, come get our stuff. But I would go. Also, I don't know if Seattle has these that, you know, your area are not Seattle, like, you know, Washington. They do you guys have the cheese stuffed crazy bread? We yeah, that's the kind we got. OK, um, last the last time we got it. Yeah. Because when we moved to Chicago, Nicole and I went to Little Caesars for the first time here. And I was like, oh, can we get two hot and ready's and two orders of cheese stuffed crazy bread? And the person was like, what? And I'm like, you know, it's stuffed with cheese. And they're like, we don't have those. I was like, no. So we had to just get normal crazy bread. But I would go to Subway during this dollar breadstick day. And I would have my friends order on the side Chipotle sauce. And I just dip my breadsticks in the Chipotle sauce. So good. Of course, I was using a fork and a knife because I don't touch food. What do you mean? I don't touch food. 
With your hands to yeah. eat? No. Why? I just, has this never come up on this show? No. Oh, I only use utensils to eat. Potato chips, uh, everything. Stop it. Stop it. Oreos. Why? I don't, because like it makes my skin crawl. Are you autistic? Oh, see, why stop people calling me that? I've been <laughs> tested. Granted, it was in 1998. And the technologies they have back then, because my mom, my mom said like, "Hey, you've been tested for ADD, ADHD, and and autism, which means uh, that's the triple A." So the only triple A I'm interested in is when it's followed by lucha libre. Okay. Nicole keeps saying, like, I will do something. And she's like, see, like, I just don't think a normal person does that, James. <laughs> Nicole is also, uh, Nicole is too. So, like, she's like, I'm seeing this in you, James. Stop saying you're not. Yeah, no, I, I sometimes feel like I am. And I'm like, or maybe it's just because my mom drank with me a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the the pulling my hair out, the not touching food, all of this stuff. And I'm like, well, then my dad is too, okay? Because I think I, like he'll touch food if he has to. But I've gone into a Taco Bell. I've said like, hey, do you have utensils? And they say no, and I just leave. <laughs> Why would we have forks? We sell tacos. Well, they also have like salad, not like taco salad stuff. Ew, you're just fucking eating it with your hands. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I will cut a burrito in half, sandwiches, burgers. And I don't like this at all. Well, too bad. I'm And you're just fucking eating a hot dog. Yes. I do. What? Uh huh. Well, not a steak knife, just like a butter knife. No, no, I'm going to buy you a steak knife. No, because I'm scared of those. I'm scared of knives, but that's because my sister sliced me once, which we talked about, I think. Well, good for her. I love her. What? No, don't say good (laughs) for her. I love her because she She can do no wrong in my eyes. Oh, my God. She's an angel. Well, you want to know who is a couple of angels? Uh, mother and father. Yes, this Robeson family or uh. Robeson family. And they're not mother, father, they're brother, sister. I know. I should start calling my sister mother. You please don't ever do that. <laughs> and then she, she, I don't know how they end. I'm guessing it's with like some ascending brain or something. She all of a sudden turns into the mother series of the Nintendo variety that is earthbound in the West. Will you do me a favor? Yeah. Before this episode comes out, will you text her mother and send me her response? Yeah, I'll do it right now. Do you <laughs> want to explain what we're discussing today? We watch Russ Craven. I'm sorry, I just said Russ. Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. And it says horror comedy, and I'm like, it kind of, I'm like, maybe. But then uh, the little main character kid was actually pretty fucking funny. He had some, like, one-liners throughout the whole movie, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, you're the comedic relief. And I think it's because it is satirical, so that does imply you shouldn't be taking this, like, at face value. There is dissection to be had. But am I just responding mother, period, mother, no punctuation, mother, question mark? Um, You should send mother, dot, dot, (laughs) or something. Leave it open-ended, unless you want to be like, hey, mother. 
I'll say hello, mother, because I was hello, watching. <laughs> I was watching. I it's one of my favorite things on Step by Step. Karen calls Carol mother. She, like she doesn't say mom. She doesn't say any. She just says mother, and I love it. Ew. It's uh, but not in a creepy way because I think it's like coming from this like cool girl. Mummy. No, not mommy. Mummy. Hello, mother. <laughs> I'll see. Okay, and I will let everyone know what she said because she will absolutely respond back. (laughs) What the fuck are I'm? My guess is saying she'll be like, "Are you high?" Okay, I see. I can see her being like, "What the fuck?" Mm -hmm. Or saying, "Is this for a podcast?" (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into the movie. November 1st, 1991, I am one month, one day old and living the worst day ever because every new day is the worst one yet. But more importantly, November 1st is the release of Wesley Cravenness's The People Under the Stairs, writer, director, father, what can't this man do, especially mommy, this film was partially inspired by a news story from the late 1970s in which two burglars broke into a Los Angeles household, inadvertently causing the police to discover two children who had been locked away by their parents. Guys, it's not just today. People have been fucked up since Ew, hang this- on, someone's here. Oh, what? Someone's knocking on my door and I'm afraid. Hold oh, on. no. I hate this. Oh, this is really creepy. Oh, no, Presley. What if it's Mr. Pizza Pizza himself? Oh, God, I hope it's Mr. Pizza Pizza himself. Okay, and if there's a tussle or anything, I won't be able to hear it because of how Discord suppresses noise. Presley is back. It was my son's little friend. Okay. What if it was your son dressed in a toga and he said, Pizza Pizza? I would love him a little more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes, they were locked away by parents. Uh, The movie was a surprise commercial success and has been analyzed for its satirical depiction of gentrification, class warfare, and capitalism. In 2015, Blu-ray commentary track released by Scream Factory in that... Craven refers to the Robeson's house as representing, in quotes, the whole society of the United States. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. R.I.P. The film was made on a relatively low budget of $6 million without significant studio interference. It went on to earn $31 million in the box office. Low budget. It's kind of like has a, I mean, probably because like the extravagant sets they had to build was. Yeah. Because that's probably like $10 million in today. Oh, no, that's still a low budget, especially in today's standards. Yeah, fucking $300 million to make movies and people are fucking starving on the streets. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Also, you know, making, f- oh, let's make a movie for $400 million. And then uh, all the writers are asking for yearly is an increase that would total $400 million. So, like, they, they could just be like, oh. We will just make one less movie, even though they could still make they have all this money, guys. Support the strikers. Wes Craven chose Wendy Roby or Robbie, probably, and Everett McGill to play the parts of mommy and daddy after seeing them play husband and wife in the TV series Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, I haven't. I've seen the first episode. 
of Twin Peaks. I'm not a David Lynch fan, so I, I'll probably never watch it. Can I ask why? I watch his movies and I'm like, what What do people like about this and what am I not getting here? Every single one of his movies, I've been like that. The closest he's ever gotten was Wild at Heart. The first half of that film is a perfect James and Nicole movie. And then the last half is just like, get me out of here. Mm, that's fair. Your Your microphone only like the Discord stuff is only picking up like when you're like, talking for a long time when you just say like hey i i usually am not hearing it is it because i'm further back or is it because this fucking microphone sucks no well no that microphone doesn't suck i'm guessing it's a discord setting oh okay but not maybe it is because you're you're back Okay, I'm sorry. I'm like doing this massage thing on my lower back, so I have to sit a little. <laughs> I have well, to pull sit the, a little further. Pull the mic closer to you. Oh, oh it does that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's it. it's just moments like that that I'm like, fuck. We should be recording our faces. Okay, you want to get into reviews? Yes. Okay, this is three stars. From GK saying, a lovely couple must defend their home and teenage daughter when intruders break in, determined to steal her and their hidden treasure. I like that. That's like a badly explained movie plot, and I fucking love it. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. One star from Hanky saying, watched first school. Crazy movie to put on during a party. Great visuals. Dumb script. Loved the leather-clad daddy blindly shooting into walls in hope of killing the boy who lives between them. Check it out or don't. Pretty bad. To which I say, Hanky, I think you did yourself a disservice by having this on during a party, especially if this was for school. You couldn't actually properly evaluate this. Yeah, no, I just thought that when he said for school. I'm like, why? In my school, like I took a film class, like a film appreciation class of like like film analysis, and they just give you a list of 30 movies and they're like throughout this semester you need to watch six of them and just write a one page analysis of what you think of the movie and it might that might have just been one of them on there Mm, that's cool i guess like the social justice shit i can Mm -hmm. see that these dang sjw's west craven i once on a juggalo forum Cause someone was like, oh yeah, these SJWs. I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, this is a juggalo forum. ICP are SJWs. And they're like, no, they're, what are you talking about? No, they're not. I was like, yes, they are. Like they, they are fighting for social justice since day one. That's the day. And they're like, you know what I mean by that? I was like, I guess I don't because you're using it as like this, but like If I were to tell you, like, hey, there's this band who's always, like, on social media and in their lyrics talking about, like, change and all of this, you'd be like, oh, man, they're SJWs. And then it's ICP. Yeah, like, they've donated to countless charities. Like, they're, like, good people. Violent J's a little weird. But, no, they're, like, good people. Socially, they are good people. Uh, Personally, they have their own demons. We all have our faults, let's be real. Yes. Uh, especially in California, that San Andreas fault. I don't get that reference. The big crack. And when the big one hits, it's when the San Andreas fault moves and like it'll make an earthquake. Oh, that's cool. 
Very cool, guys. Check it out. Wait, is San Andreas real? Yes. Like Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. Yes, there is a place called San Andreas. Oh. And that's what the movie San Andreas with the rock and when a big earthquake happens and like it's a disaster movie. It's about the fault moving. Didn't realize that was a thing. All right. When the big one hits a few years later, that's when martial law happens, guys. Superheroes will exist. But last review, eight out of ten. This is from IMDb from the year 2000. Movie collector title of review is Craven's best and only good movie so far. So let's hear what they have to say. I love horror movies, but my fave director is John Carpenter. Well, I've seen a lot of Craven movies. His Freddy movies are stupid after the first two. They just suck. Scream trilogy is good suspense, but just cheesy. I think Craven is more of a suspense director, but most of his movies are either just so stupid or cheesy, which leads to people under the stairs. I like this movie. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's quite entertaining and yet disturbing, which is cool. Huh. That's it. That that person, like says, I don't like him for this and these movies for this, but I like that in People Under the Stairs. I don't know if I can count on this review. I wouldn't. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Get out of here, but let's get into these notes. Presently, you've seen this movie before. Yes. Just this earlier this year, actually. Do you enjoy this? I do. Yeah, I really like it. I've seen it like five times. Hell yeah. I watched it and said, wowzers, this is... A top-tier movie that I might never watch again because it is grimy. It's sad. And you're just like, I hate this, people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, I hate, um, we'll get into it, but I hate the bathtub scene. Oh, oh, the, the scalding hot water? Yeah. No, yeah, that was the worst scene. Like, it's so visceral and it feels real. And her face is, like, red after, too. Uh-huh. So, like, Good job. You know, I'm like, oh, you poor baby. But this movie starts out with a tarot card reading. I love the opening. And that's how we get his name is The Fool because he pulled that card and his sister just stuck with it. So I want to today do a tarot card reading for you online, Presley. Okay. Do you have anything you're wondering about the world? Not particularly. Let's say, like, will my back ever feel good again, tarot cards? When will I die? Yeah, let's just say, when will I die? I don't think I, I, they want that. Okay, so tell. I'm going to skip one of every however many cards you want. Like, to do one through five. Three. We've selected all of them. You have... For you, the self, you got two of swords. For the situation, five of cups. And for challenges, justice. Oh my God, are you an SJW, Presley? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's reveal the meaning. I might need to sign up. I need to sign in. I, I guess you have to sign in and sign up for this website. But let's, let's, okay, how you perceive yourself right now is the two swords. That might mean like you're, it, the, the card looks as if you're like very protective of yourself. 
So you're like guarded up and you're like, I hear no evil scene. They also have a blindfold on so that you're just like blindly defending yourself. Okay, that's cool. I think that's accurate. Okay. And then for five of cups is situation, social or circumstantial factors that could be affecting your life now. I don't know how to interpret this card. I was going to say, was that your own interpretation? Oh, yeah. For two of swords. Yeah. Because I, I can't read. So let me search five. No, stop. No. Okay. Oh, my back. This card can carry a meaning of dejection, disappointment, and sorrow over past events. That's how you look at outside forces. Like my social life? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Tarot's real, guys. All right. And then the justice card. Let's see what that is. Justice card. Tarot. The justice card indicates that the fairest decision will be made. Justice is the sword that cuts through a situation and will not be swayed by outer beauty when deciding what is fair and just. And that was for challenges and opportunities, how you turn to your obstacles in opportunities. You say, hey, this is the right way and that's what we do. Anyone listening who does tarot card readings is going to be like, wow, James, you fucked this up so hard. You just ruined her life. (laughs) (laughs) And then two of swords. I'm not even going to look up the real meaning. I think I got that. I like your meaning. I like yours better. Uh uh And there we go. There's our tarot card for the day. I feel so much better about my life. I was going to start doing something that I was criticizing the uh, the book for or the movie, which was they're like, oh, yeah, the fool, like, see, see that dog in there or that sheep like that's something. And it's like I think an artist's rendition does not include like the meaning behind each card because if that's the case give me like a playboy pinup tarot card deck so i'm like oh my god it's just just luscious boobs hell yeah oh my god you should you should have nicole draw that for you i should nicole should do stuff like that like with her sexy superheroes yeah pinups guys oh yeah get them nuts juiced So we find out that this family is the last family in this building that is just run down. Clearly, the landlords want everyone out so they can tear it down, create like office buildings. And when you're the like if you are the last family in a building like this, I know it's hard, but you got to find a way to move somewhere else because the retaliation will start and the hostility will start happening. It probably already is in the form of, oh, something's broke. We're not going to fix it, even though there's like there should be laws for most of those things to be fixed. Yeah, you would think. Maybe not in 1991, though. Well, not even these days. Landlords are fucking scummy assholes. I So some of them are, but I saw a TikTok video of like a guy, like a landlord saying, oh, this is how a house looked after a six-year tenant left. And it looked just like perfect. And they were like, this is this never happens. They were also a good tenant in the sense that When something went wrong and something got broke, they would contact me about that. I'm like, landlords want that, which I guess they would, because then when like someone new comes in, they're like, oh, all of because I've been in that situation of coming in as a new person. I'm like, all of this shit is broken. 
Why did no one check this before we moved in? Like we moved into this new one in the, we even told them we saw it. We were like, hey, this is an issue. Can you fix this? The, fa the faucet in the bathtub is leaky and clearly the shower head is taped on. Oh, fuck. And they didn't fix either of those. Oh my God. Insane. Is it fixed now? Yes, the those two things did get fixed. Okay, good. But I guess I guess maybe land, some landlords want you to be like, hey, this is broken, fix it. Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't even have that much experience with landlords. It's like secondhand experience. Mm -hmm. Like people I know, their experiences are pretty sh shitty sometimes. My colleague Howard Kramer has not had a like a a spigot, the head of of a faucet in his kitchen for like years. I don't, he, he talks about it on podcasts here and there. It's probably been like five years. He has not had one and it's not because he's contacted and they haven't like not done it. He just, he's like, well, it's not that important. I don't need to fix it. If I need water, I have a funnel. And it's like, dude, just fit, just call them to have it get fixed. Go buy one. Do something. <laughs> You're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> So then we were introduced to this family, and now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, he's eating people because yeah. he eats meat, and he, like, picks out this buckshot, and he's like, oh, gross, oh, when there's buckshot in the meat. And I'm like, oh, gag me with a gun. That's disgusting. What is a buckshot? So shotguns, they have, like, when it shoots, it's not just, like, one bullet going out. It's, like, little beads shooting out. Oh, so sometimes that'll get like stuck in there. Like in that episode of that 70s show where Red takes, are you familiar with that 70s show? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Red takes Eric hunting and Eric's like scared to do it and doesn't want to kill a deer, but then accidentally hits one on their way home. But then they he had to like shoot it to like put it out of its misery. So when they're eating, they're like, they keep taking out buckshots from the deer meat. Oh, so that's a thing. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Nicole recently had to stop being vegetarian because of dietary restrictions. She's like, I've, it's just narrowed down to, I can't find anything to eat. I just have to open up meat a little bit. And I was like, maybe I should do that. It's a lot cheaper. But then I'm like, even the veins that sometimes come in meat turn me off so much. So, ugh. Yeah, no, we just do chicken. We don't really eat like sometimes turkey, but I have been trying to stay away from meat a little more too. But again, for like money purposes, if I cook like four pounds of chicken breast, we have enough meat for the week to like mm -hmm. do lunch and stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, no, it's hard trying to be a meatless house. Yeah, because I've been meatless for like eight years now. Holy fuck. So have you incorporated meat back into your diet? Not yet, but I, I might do chicken. If I'm like, oh, I'll eat a chicken breast one time. It's also like so much protein that like yeah. since I work out so much and it's better than just eating beans for every single meal. Legumes. I did that. Yeah. yeah, I did that last year trying to lose weight and I lost like five pounds. I gained it all back, but I was just having rice. No, I was just having beans and canned chicken. For like all my meals mm -hmm. and it was pretty fucking miserable and gross. When I was wisdom teeth, it was just cottage cheese and applesauce. That's all I could eat for like a week and a half. Did you lose some weight? Yeah, but bad weight oh. loss. 
Oh. I lost muscle as well. Oh. Because normally uh, for breakfast, I will eat a bagel or toast with peanut butter on it. And then for lunch, I'll eat a can of beans with tortilla chips. And then for dinner, now I've been eating just a bean, like three bean tacos. Mm -hmm. And uh, in between, I'll have some milk and peanut butter for dessert. And that's what I have every single day. Like just scoop it out of the container like on a spoon yeah you you put a spoon and then you put a little in your mouth and you put the milk in your mouth and i put a little creamer in my milk and then you let it swish around to kind of like dissolve the peanut butter and then you drink it and it tastes so good okay that's nice Uh uh-huh unlike these children i should be heard and not seen because i'm hideous as hell are you in therapy? Of course not. I can't afford that. Go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, guys. Help me get therapized. No, I'm getting there. When I work, when I was working out, I'm like, hey, I'm finally looking good. And now I just need this. My style needs to change to what Karen Foster looks like in Step by Step. Or Fran Drescher. I started watching The Nanny and I'm like, yeah, I could rock a lot of these looks. I love her. She's great. No, her voice isn't actually like that, and I was taken aback. Yeah, she has a normal voice. I know. I thought you... I'm ashamed of myself. All her characters are like that. I think she still has that, like, New York York accent, that Long Island-type accent, but it's just not as thick. She just exaggerates it. Yeah, totally. They're talking to their, like, stolen daughter and... They, they're they criticizing her of saying bad girls burn in hell. And I wanted to say, but bad boys burn on earth. And then she takes out a match and l- slips it at him like, yeah. That would have been sick. But no, that would have been too early in the movie. And then it would be over. So the crux of this movie is... This family is on the edge of being evicted from their apartment because... Why were you looking like that? Because I have this massager. Oh, okay. Don't... Okay, then don't look like that. It looked at first like you were like, oh my God, these fucking people trying to evict them. But then I'm like, no. Now that I know it's a massager, it looked like you were having too good of a time, okay? What are you saying? It looked like a massage was happening and you were like you should be like in a private room with candles lit with like ambient <laughs> music playing well and now i'm glad we don't record this <laughs> showing our faces people would have clipped that and made a gif out of it ew that's not my o face <laughs> uh, no it's not an o face it's just like uh hey i would rather be elsewhere face i would turn this off but it feels too good on my back okay so just don't look at me. They <laughs> put just a hand in front of the camera. Oh, it's blurry now. No, your autofocus is too good. The, so Ving Rames is like, hey, I know how we can get money. The landlords, I know where they live because we robbed this liquor store and they were owned by that. It gives the name of the people. Let's go there. They have all the, like this cache of gold. Let's do this up. Hell yeah. So they proceed to go there and there's there's a lot of 
they're trying to get inside the house by conning them in saying, oh, I'm a Boy Scout. Can I use your bathroom? Or, hey, I'm with the power company. And Ving Rhames to this small boy says, hey, you just turned 13. You know, like it's that birthday sucks no matter what, because you're too old to get tit, too young to get ass. Yeah, he was very aggressive in this role. That's the kind of uncle I want to be. I hope not, for the sake (laughs) of your nieces and nephews. I'm unfortunately a distant uncle. When they finally get in there because some other dude was like, oh, I'll get in being a gas power man. Straight up, that dude died. From fright, maybe, is what we're told, but he could have also just been murdered. We don't know. I thought that, but he said he was checking the gas and then his hair turned white. And I just resonate that with like fear. So when you get mm-hmm. so scared, your hair turns white. Yeah. But when they, we don't, they don't know there's people living in the walls yet. So when they go in, they hear something moving in the r- walls. And one of them's like, nice to see rich folk have rats too. Yeah. But this ain't the kind of rat you want. What would you do if you found someone living in your walls? I check and see if they were going to hurt me. And if they weren't, that's fine. They were living in the walls and every day, like every month they gave you like a rare gold coin. Yeah, go ahead. Do how, you. So like how much would it have to be worth to be like, okay, this is an okay living situation because they could be peeping on anyone in your home. Oh, I know now that I'm thinking that. Mm, I'm like, don't look at me and you can stay as long as you want. But So like even if it was like uh, the coins, you could get a hundred bucks for them once a month. Mm, then give me a couple of those coins and we're gold. Okay, so $200 a month, you're good. Probably. Okay, all right. You're like, hey, you want to know, the wall space technically isn't included on the square footage. You're not, you're, and it doesn't yeah. smell in here, so you must be yeah. putting that elsewhere. What if they were putting it in base dude's uh, apartment? Oh, that'd be fine. Okay. Fuck that guy. The turds are just shaking on the base in the walls. But it was actually them and not that guy's base. <laughs> Wait, it was them making the base? Yeah, like it was them the whole time oh, and the walls no. doing base. Then then you'd have to be like, please stop doing that. It's not yeah. good to... Or I'm going to evict you. It's not good to free base cocaine, dude. Ugh, free base and cocaine. Like not that kind of base, James. No. I only know what that is because of uh, last podcast on the left. I only know what that is because of... First, Insane Clown Posse, and then two, probably a hip-hop documentary. Mm. Imagine having this basement and not turning it into a home chillax space. Like, it's a huge, beautiful basement, and they're like, oh, we're going to put the boys who are bad down there. That whole house is huge. They had a second fucking part of the house. That That is just designated for a man in a leather gimp suit to run around and shoot into walls. Yeah. Insane. It's scary. Yeah. If your friends are like, oh, yeah, that's the wing of the house we don't go into. We're renovating. Don't believe them. Because that's that could also be like a Bly Manor situation. Well, and if you have a friend that has a separate wing of their house... Don't. Uh, or if they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, it's taking a while. We're renovating. Be like, I'll renovate it for free if I can live there. Yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Just please. And they're like, no, no, no. If they reject your advances, 
That means they have children living in their basement. So you can go in guns a blazing, uh, f- sound of freedom style. <laughs> I'm glad you understand that reference. <laughs> Okay, this, this, okay, so we're like in it now. Like the people are home. They were, uh, Fool and Vingrames were trying to find stuff, but they're like, holy shit, like it's weird in here. All the cupboards have locks on it. The padlocks on the window are on the outside. This is strange. They still went in. They went in further. And then Fool's starting to see other things of like, oh, this is not, even for rich people, I've never heard stereotypes of rich folks having this. And then the people come home and they're like, we got to hide. Oh, also the dog went crazy on them. And then- All of a sudden, they sick the dog on them again because they locked the doors and they can't get in the mommy and daddy. And this dog latches onto Vingrames, which I think it's because the dog is designed to attack primarily adults always. Yes. Okay. But children, it, it needs to specifically be told to, hey, that's a child you need to attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't pick that up. Because it it sees Fool and doesn't do anything. But once it sees Ving Rames, is like, oh, I'm going to latch on. This kid is so smart because he's like, oh, come here. And Ving Rames is like, what are, where are you taking me? Get this dog off me. And as he's holding on to Ving Rames and the dog is holding on to Ving Rames, he goes to the door, which is shock mounted, and then zaps. And then the dog, it passes out. Kid's smart. Yeah. Very. Understands electricity. And when all the doors lock simultaneously, that's so creepy. I would hate it. Ugh. Also, so like we find out they're throwing, they want two perfect children. It was super easy for them to, in a sense, like break and groom a child that is a girl. But it's hard to do that for boys. Like boys are rebellious. Boys will be boys and are like, no, I want out of here instantly. So all the bad ones, their tongues get cut out and they're thrown in the basement, which just seems the easier thing to do would be just kill them. Yeah, you would think. But maybe it's like a torture or like a power dynamic thing of, oh, you fucked me. You w- you didn't want to be a good kid. So now you're in timeout forever. Yeah, and then they, I think it was like more of they're getting off on it because they had the whole thing rigged. So where they couldn't escape either. So then we find out Roach is who's in the walls. He's an actor you've seen in everything. I can't list uh, anything outright. Never been kissed. Okay, there we go. So he's in there and he helps fool. They're going through all all the... Or no, he, it's not helping him real quick first. He meets the girl. They're in that bathroom and she's explaining Roach and all of that. And then Gimp Suit Dad shows up for the first time and is just blasting holes in the wall. Just learn basic exterminator techniques and then you could like kill this Roach. Womp womp. But they don't. No. I mean, eventually they do, but like... I mean, RIP to a real one, but yeah. I tr- Like, it's insane how these people love their possessions so much, but are so quick to just blast holes in their home. Well, she said that he couldn't find Roach, and he wouldn't go inside the walls, so he's mm-hmm. a pussy. Oh, yeah. 
but also probably knows like in that domain, Roach will kill me. But then why won't the other ones go in the walls too? I think because Roach is the only one who, in quotes, knows how to do that. Okay. Yeah, no, the other ones are locked in the room, huh? Yeah. Or that little, yeah, okay. But Roach could easily get them out. Yeah, no, he's, he does a lot. I don't know. Maybe they're just not like, um. Roach kind of does suck. No, come on. No, in some points he does. He straight up, like in Strangeland, he makes a like human puppet out of Ving Rhames to make it seem like he's coming back from the dead. I was like, holy shit, is this man still alive? This cannot be, oh, Roach is making a puppet out of him. And Fool's like, oh, Roach, you silly dog. That was smart. That is survival tactics. Oh, yeah. To be like, oh, yeah, this person's crazy. I should not be like, oh, <laughs> this was bad thing you just did. Like when a cat brings in a dead bird, you have to say, oh, yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like this. Uh-huh. And then you like push it back outside. Yeah. <laughs> or the cat will feel dejected and you don't want that. Mm, not the babies. When, the, so like Ving Rhames gets like cut up and I really liked, clearly they're feeding Ving Rhames to the dog and mother says, a healthy prince means a secure home. Ew, I know. And the dad's like eating him too. Uh-huh. Do you want to see if my sister said anything? All right. My sister said something back, speaking on the mom thing. I said, hello, mother. And she responded with a gif that is the no wire hangers from Mother Dearest. Okay. Okay. A movie that, that my mom can quote word for word. It was her and my Aunt Stacy's, like, when we're teens, we just watched this movie. And I have never seen it. It will eventually be a a movie we do for This Existed when my mom comes to Chicago. I will be doing that with my mom as the guest. Lil' Corey will have to come over, and it'll just be my mom, Corey, and I talking about Mommy Dearest. That sounds like a blast. Uh Uh-huh. I'm pumped for it. Hell yeah. I'm surprised my sister sent that and not like, what the fuck is wrong with my brother? That was my first uh, guess is what she would have done. What if she responds with, are you autistic? (laughs) (laughs) Come to think of it, James, I I think I just learned something about you. I think you're autistic. (laughs) This is a quote I have written down because the police show up and they're like, hey, this van out here is the same as one that was like reported for or matches the descriptions of a robbery last night. Do you know anything? And they're like, oh, it just showed up here. There were some people who walked away, not saying they came in or anything and make sure the police leave. But they say uh, because, oh, things are getting rough around here. And the mother goes, it's as if we're the prisoners and criminals roam free. Drama. And immediately after saying that, to show, like, we're upstanding citizens. The father sniffs the Boy Scout uniform left by a fool. Ew, I know. Ugh. You don't have that good of a schnoz. Give it to to Prince to smell. And speaking of this, all of it, like, this is when Prince is thrown into the walls. They're like, hey, this dog's finally going to get them. Awesome. What's he going to do? Get Roach. In this is when I wrote down, in this situation, Presley, 
how easy or how difficult would it be for you to kill this dog? Are you asking me? Yeah. I would I would absolutely kill it. Okay. Easy. I would Do you want to Do you want to hear a traumatizing story real quick? Oh, did you kill a dog once? Almost. Okay. And it was a Rottweiler. Okay. They're scary dogs. Yeah, when I was in first grade, my dad bought this fucking guard dog and it was a Rottweiler and it was mm-hmm. a full-grown fucking piece of shit dog had no training at all. My friend and I were going for a walk one day and we cut through our alley and we're going to go through the backyard back into our house. And like we had been around this dog before, like all of our friends. I think we only had the dog for a couple months. I don't really remember a little murky because I was like fucking six years old. Mm -hmm. This dog attacked my friend, jumped up and bit her face. And like her cheek was like hanging off of her face. And I had to jump on the dog while she ran away. No. And I had it in a chokehold and I was like yelling at it. And I was like, why did you do that? It was so sad. That's fucked up. It was really, it's really fucked up. And then you wrote, you, you broke that, that dog in and started riding it like a horse. Yeah. And now it's, (laughs) no, it was, I don't, I can't even make a joke. It was really sad, but yeah, I don't fuck with Rottweilers, James. Yeah. Rottweilers, German shepherds, I think are the worst. Those are the ones that have bit me the most. Yeah, and I mean, it's not the dog's fault. It's like bad dog owners, and my dad wasn't a good one, obviously, but I'm still friends with, I'm like best friend. That's my best friend. She's the one that always shares our podcast, Aubrey. yeah. She always shares it, and I love her. She's been the biggest supporter of anything I've ever done, like my own podcast with Ian, our podcast. She's just the most amazing fucking person in the world i love her so much gonna have to put a single person trigger warning just to be like hey remember that thing that happened and she's like actually i don't remember that blocked it out oh fuck i know i'm gonna have to tell her about this (laughs) don't listen this week this is what fool should have done should have killed that dog then like crawled into its skin and like worn its fur and like pretended to be the dog and they'd be like oh that's a good prince aren't you presley this is a traumatic thing that just was fed to me on yahoo which was i i think it was a japanese man has like altered himself to look like a dog and this man looks like a dog like on all fours a dog and i'm like this this doesn't seem like it should be celebrated because he looks like a dog it's not like someone who looks like a dog man that i could be like okay well uh, yeah that's fine do what you want to do like he looks like a lassie dog and it just feels like something happened like the last time he saw his parents he was watching lassie and just that's been stuck in his brain i don't know what or why this or and it's like i think surgically done it's not like you he could take this off uh, presley i might i know you want to know i don't want to send you the pictures because it's it just because it looks like a real dog but it's a I was human gonna say send them to me but then i was thinking you don't want to see that uh-uh do you want me to send you or are send you it to looking? me right now okay all right one moment everyone Oh no. Oh. Ah, oh. Uh, it's so much like a real dog. Oh no, Presley. Do you want to you sending it to me on? Do you want a YouTube video or just a picture? No, I don't want okay. a YouTube video. All right, I'll send you the article in that thumbnail. That's a man. 
I don't know how. Fuck off. No, it's not. Fuck I don't off. know how. No, that's Guys, not. like, don't look this up. It it just seems sad. That's not real. Ew, people are posing with it. Oh my God, look at that little... <laughs> the dog. Okay, the real dog's really cute. Wait. I, ew. No, this might be like... You might be able to detach this because he's saying like even my friends... I don't tell my friends this. So maybe this is his stunt appears to be well received by both by. Okay. So no, no, this is not a surgical thing. Okay. Oh, shoot. Pause that. Oh, no, this is disgusting and creepy when it moves. Okay. No, this man did not surgically alter himself. Uh, He just like built this. It's creepy though. Ew. Does he walk like a dog? Yes, he's walking. Okay, I need to send you this video, Presley. I'm sorry. Like, now that we know it's it's not a man who, like, had surgery and all that to look like this forever. Here's a YouTube video. Watch him roll around. So now this is just a man who, like, wants to, like, is... Like a street performer, you know, a gold man doing the robot. This is just what They're he does. They're petting him. He's got a red rocket down there. You know he does. <laughs> Presley's face. Yes. Presley's going, yo, my God, he's so cute. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, we'll leave a link to this video in our description. <laughs> What a terrible day to have eyes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Whew, let me get through my last notes. <laughs> I like the dog slide that like Roach goes, look at this. Then like. That was cute. And it, you hear like wheels screeching as this <laughs> dog goes down this slide. That was very fun. And they just look at him like, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. And they uh, they call... Or when we see a roach's tongue that's cut out, it just looked like someone just like mushed up nerd's rope and shoved it like a wad of gum in someone's mouth. It was gross. I know. He's like, okay, that's how it got. That tongue gone. cut it out. That was roach talking. Yeah. And eventually, so they catch Fool for a little bit and... What's her face? The mom is like, tell me where he is. And the girl's like daughter, we'll just call her daughter, goes, no. And she starts screaming, you Judas. What would your children have to do for you to scream you Judas at them? You Judas. I don't know what Judas means. So Like a betrayer, like Judas of the Jesus Christ dude. Oh, if they like ate one of my candy bars or something. I was going to make that joke of like <laughs> you betrayed me by eating my food. Yeah, no, that's like the only thing I don't play with. Steal my fucking money before you eat my candy. Uh-huh. Just buy your own with my stolen money. Exactly. Because I know this is here in the house, and when I get home, I want to eat it. If it's not there, I'm going to be pissed because I need to go out and eat it or just not eat anything. Speaking of which, when I was pregnant one time, Ian's mom made a steak, and we had, like, taco stuff, and she it was fucking delicious leftover steak. And I was thinking about it all day. And I went home and I fucking cried because Ian ate it while I was at work. Dude. And he bought me like $25 worth of Taco Bell that <laughs> night. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
That reminds me of two stories. One is, I think I've said it on here before, when I was like 19, I was waiting to go home to eat Pizza Hut. I lived with my ex, but her brother ate the Pizza Hut, and I just went downstairs and cried. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, but it's like, hey, James, you one, shouldn't have been in this relationship, and two, not because like it, it, we just weren't good for each other. And then two, you were very depressed. You should have realized that when you're crying at pizza. And two, Nicole, when we first moved here, would be like very depressed. Like it's all depression. So she's like, oh, I just wish I could have some ice cream. And it'd be if the store closes at 10, it'd be like 935. I'd be like, do you want me on my scooter to run to the store and get you ice cream? And she's like, I don't know. I don't want to be a bother. I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'll be back in like 10 minutes. I'd get back and she'd be like, yo, you show yo, yo, my God. That's cute. You're a good boyfriend. And so is Ian giving you that $25 a Taco Bell. I know. He's the best partner I've ever had. I can't even lie. He's just amazing. Besides eating my fucking steak. Uh -huh. but... I'm the only partner Nicole has ever had. Oh, okay. Did you guys move down there together or yes. were you already there? Okay. No. Uh, we met in Muskegon. I saw her art online. We had mutual friends. Asked her to make artwork for the first podcast I did, The Marshland. And then we struck up conversations. We both liked college humor stuff. Kept talking. Then I fell in love with her. Started writing poems oh. about her. We hung oh. out. And then she's like, those poems are about me, right? And I'm like, of course they are. Oh. We watched the Chris Gethard show for the first time together. And then we've been hanging out ever since. Hell yeah. That's cute. We visited Chicago, and normally when I would go to Chicago, I'd be like, oh, this kind of sucks being here. It's just walking. But Nicole and I took time to learn public transit, and I'm like, holy shit, this city's amazing when you're not just on the Miracle Magnificent Mile, just going to the same stores we have in Muskegon, but they're just bigger. And then we were like, let's just move to Chicago. How long have you guys lived there? Eight years. Holy shit. So as long I, that's when I became vegetarian was right before we moved because it's like cheaper. No, or it, just because it was like a few months before because when I worked for Dr Pepper doing merchandising, I like just stocking shelves. Uh, I was eating like four spicy chicken crisps every single day and it was easier to just like set because I saw Nicole doing it. I'm like, oh well, being vegetarian's easy. And I got to stop eating so much fast food. And I'm like an extreme person where I like my self-control. I need to say like you can't do any of it and then I'll be able to like not do it instead of like, oh, you want to know, I'll just ease up on it. No, eventually I'll be back to eating four in one sitting. So uh, it was because I was eating way too much fast food is why I became a vegetarian. Hmm, gotcha. Okay, we, we got to get done with these. I, I know. I, I already said, oh, get a mop and some sawdust because she's like, oh, clean up all this blood with just a bucket and a sponge. That's not how you do that. This is when Roach is positioning Ving Rhames as a puppet like in Strangeland. Then just the fool squares up and just dick punches the dad. That was great. They could have killed the dad in that moment, but I don't know. But they eventually kill Roach and... 
he throw the daddy throws him in the furnace and he says this which is like a great line but like a fucked up line he says burn in hell for getting free and burn in hell for showing them the way yes that's like oppressor type shit oh my god i didn't even realize that until just now mm-hmm. see okay yeah i didn't even think <laughs> that much outside the box <laughs> you gotta think outside the bun uh, outside the walls uh-huh <laughs> do it guys oh fuck okay my I'm, I'm fucking my shit up with this massager i'm done <laughs> oh wait no i just reversed it oh and now it's good no oh, okay uh i really like the when they finally get up to the attic daughter oh. and fool he smells the air and he said never thought smog could smell so good which is very icp that's something they would say he gets free he jumps into the the pond gets away and he has a bad sister because he explains all of this to his family and the sister allows him to go back alone to to get daughter free yeah no, that's what my mind went to, too. I'm like, take the cops, take a SWAT team, raid mm-hmm. their fucking house. Which he does, but then, like, he should have went yeah. there with them and was like, no, there is a basement. There too is a daughter here. It's crazy. But, like, it was with that plan in mind. Like, he's like, oh, I'll, I know they're not going to get free, so I'll sneak in through the back, hide in their cupboards, then come out and kill them in their sleep, I guess. Like he yeah. wanted he wanted to enact the justice instead of just having a group of people there to help. Also, 911 did not call like it didn't require cor- coins and pay phones to my knowledge, but he had to do that. Oh, weird. I thought if it was 911, it just did. Yeah. But hey, he puts in maybe because people aren't normally dialing 911, they need to, like, the general public needs to see someone put in a coin in a payphone in order for them to believe that this is happening. So maybe since it's not widely known, like, oh, 911, you don't need a coin. Or maybe it will be proven wrong. Maybe that was something in the late 90s, early 2000s that was finally enacted. I don't know. There is, did you ever watch Freddy's Nightmares? No. It's an anthology series that's kind of like Tales from the Crypt where Freddy Krueger is introducing things that happen within Elmswood. Is that what it is? I was going to say Woodsboro, but that's Scream. Springwood. That's what I'm thinking. And there is an episode like this, but it's just sad. Like, there's no happy ending to that episode. Aww. He drops a brick from the the top of, like, down the chimney and it hits the guy and he's like, it's one of those smart bricks. At least I think he said that. I don't know. Then when uh, the daughter is like being like grabbed by mom and she's like, you need to come here. And then she says no and then punches her. And the mom's like, oh, you struck me. Just immediately is like, why would you do that to your mother? I love you so much. And it's like, wow, way to be manipulative. Yeah, you're gaslighting her. And also to be like so... (laughs) confident in your ways that it's like oh well she'd never strike me but no like you're doing so much strikeable things yeah i'm surprised she didn't strike you sooner Mm-hmm. they're literally dragons disapproving or disproving reaganomics this this family i had to explain because nicole 
hears comedians talk about Reaganomics and she's like, hey, James, you say that in a song. What is that? And I'm like, it's trickle down theory, this and that. And she's like, that doesn't make it. That's why did people believe that? I don't know. Uh, then all of a sudden there's this new lead basement dude who looks like an Iron Maiden cover. And then like the, the community finally comes. They're like, fuck you. And then they storm the house. Eventually there's dynamite involved that blows up. And then day is saved. Yeah. And then it just ends abruptly. Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see them get out like, oh, we're in this new place. Uh, daughter is living with us because she's in like we just adopted her outright. Yeah, I was wondering that. And then I for some reason thought Flea came back to life. Flea? Roach. Who oh, the fuck no. is Flea? <laughs> oh, from uh, uh, Get a Witch of Flintstones. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's a... <laughs> That's the same. They're both bugs. What the fuck am I doing? They're two cool cats, guys. And the tick. You ever see him? He's big and blue. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was telling Aubrey that I just talked about the dog situations. I got distracted. And that's the movie. I. It feels like we disjointedly talked about that, but there's a lot of action, just like nonstop action that like there's really only a few plot points in it. Yeah. And it's just a good movie, guys. Check it out. I think I gave it a four out of five. I'd give it a 4.5. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to find out what movie we'll be rating next episode? Yes. All right. Let me uh, find that bucket stein. Butter's been doing this thing where, so we have this this uh, this uh bed right there, this mattress. Mm -hmm. And she's been cool. hiding behind it. But every time their food alarm goes off, she crawls up. Instead of just like going out the bottom, she crawls up up it halfway from the back then crawls out to the side so she's like like a creepy alien coming emerging from it because her claws are so sharp she can just like stay crawling on the side like a suction cupped alien and then she jumps off after looking at me I'm like ugh don't do that <laughs> it's very cute that is cute you have to record it and send it to me yeah it'll be easy to do it because it's on an alarm what is? Uh, their food timer. Oh, so okay. I, so I'd be like, okay, well, at like six o'clock, I need to set up the camera, click it. All right, we're good to go. Boom. Do let's let's find our next movie. Woohoo! We've had um, the last two were really good. Uh huh. 1991 shaping up to be good. Killing it. Do you tell me when to stop? Stop. Okay, I have one. It's in my hands tonight. Oh shoot! I think I are. I think I saw. I think I saw what it is, Presley. And I was going to say, hey, the next years we should probably do. I I have two years in mind. Okay. The next year after 1991 that we should do is 1990, and then we should go to 1988. That way we can backwards hit. On next week's movie, Child's Play 3, and then we could do Child's Play 2 and then Child's Play. Yes, I'm down. Oh, I love that one. I'm excited because I hear this one's like one of the like real fun ones. It's military school. I'm pumped to watch it. Oh, yeah. We just watch. We watch a lot of these movies, actually, because we have the Chucky box set. I bought this movie like three years ago. I'm prepped. Three in a row. We're going to have great movies. Woohoo. Do you have anything to plug? 
I don't actually because Ian's not doing his show and our show isn't on YouTube anymore. So <laughs> this is the only thing I'm doing right now. Well, why is it not on YouTube anymore? Because Ian and his um, friend partner that were doing quality violent cinema, that's what we had our episodes on. And oh. Ian quit that. So they took them all off because, you know, they weren't there was no reason to have mm -hmm. them on there. So we just never got around to putting them back up. Dude, I guess we're a uh, little Corey and I are going to have to do an episode of this existed on people's under the stairs <laughs> or parents under the stairs. This existed. No, it doesn't. I, but it did, though. It did. I just, I wasn't prepared for it. I wanted a distraction after my brothers died. And I'm like, this isn't really my jam. But this but is. But this is my jelly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a preservative at least. Yeah. It's more my speed. It's just long form conversation instead of coming to be like, hey, let's quick talk about these three things. Yeah. Like we'd pick like five movies, but Ian's like, we should keep the whole episodes under like 30 minutes. And it would, it would, it just felt too rushed and just too sloppy. And I just, I just, I, if we ever do it again, I just have like more ideas. Mm -hmm. But until then, this is my, this is what I'm doing. And, and I love say it. like, hey, you want to know what? Just cut in clips from the movies. Our faces don't need to be on there because then it's easier for him to edit stuff. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Because video's hard to edit. People will see the cuts. Yeah, no. Um, we did a we recorded a whole episode one time, and it was like thirty five minutes, and my nerves were so high strung. I was like, "Can we re re record that whole thing? Just delete it because oh. I don't like anything I said." No, there are, there are a couple podcasts before we started mostly speaking Sentai in those same veins because Nicole had never really done a podcast before or really like done anything performance wise, so. There are some like unreleased podcasts that just uh, I don't think will maybe on the Patreon someday will be released raw and uncut. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would I would edit them. Yeah. I mean, I figured you, you would make them pretty and polished. It, yeah, it's pretty and polished, not raw and uncut. <laughs> Even straight to Patreon, the show that is marketed as the only podcast I don't edit. I still do edit <laughs> not as much as I do other ones, but I still do. Well, that's what you do, though. Yeah. As you do. Uh-huh. All right. What do you have to plug? Hey, guys, head over to Spotify, wherever you listen to music, and follow Marshland Monster. Have new stuff coming out. In September, a bunch of remixes of unreleased MC Deep Marshland Monster tracks are coming. And then Anal Dentata in October. I think this single will have 11 tracks on it. Damn. What? Yeah, because it's the, the original version, the extended version with Shane Poppenwolf, the instrumental, then one of my remixes and the instrumental of that, a Jungle PS1 style remix of the song that I did, a rap remix that I did, a Game Boy, like it, I used a Game Boy emulator to make the sounds of a Game Boy and I just like redid the song as that, then a Crazy 8 the Snapcase remix, a Intro Void remix, and then finally Rounding out the 11 will be an intro void remix or a defo remix. I might have said one of them twice, but yes, 11 songs. Damn, that's just fucking sick. Remixes of anal dentata. <laughs> you don't eat this ass, dude. This ass eats you. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, MLMPod.com for all of my free feed podcasts, which there was some confusion in the discord of what, what shows are free feed and what are not. Guys, 
If you go to MLMPod.com and you see the show on there, it's a free feed podcast. Mostly speaking, since I hit it in credit, Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling slash Shuffling the Deck, this show and Formulaic, those are all free feed podcasts. Also, this movie's gay. But then if you have it over to Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, you'll get exclusive content every single Friday, $5 a month. You get This Existed, Engage with Nicolas Cage, Mostly Speaking Sentai After Dark, and currently Death from Above, a Sam and Max podcast. But hey, I'll release the, reveal this right now. Next show, that's just me, that I have friends come on, The People of Townsville Z, where we will be going through every single episode of Powerpuff Girls Z, which is the anime version that Toei did in the 2000s of Powerpuff Girls. It's very fun and great. And if you're a $10 patron, you get monthly exclusive content like my watch along of Spice Girls I just did and free f- and shout outs. I mean, on every single free feed podcast. So let's begin with those starting with Steve F, Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, The Waz, Orion. He's a rapper, Defo, D hyphen F O, Jordan B, The Chaos Witch, My Bickle Brother in Common Law, Joshua, Jake is Steve Barnes, Intro Void Baby of Sweet Child of Time. Oh, also, Sweet Child of Time is a free feed podcast. Uh, the Woman Which I Emerged, my Hey, mother, my mommy dearest, I should say. She'd always scream no wire hangers as like in jest. Um, but she she was actually um, mean like that when we were younger. Um, little Corey's BFF and former roommate Shane. That fed twitch.tv forward slash core winning. It's Corwin and twitch.tv forward slash R2 Shelby 2 of Formulaic and the ROM Complex. It is R2 Shelby 2. I've been James. And I'm looking at this dude who made himself into a dog. Yeah, and we've been the, the height, height of horror. horror. See you guys. Bye. Later. Oh, <laughs>